Welcome to the State and Pride Washington Commanders podcast brought to you by Fansided and Todd. We are in the heart of the season. Not really, but it seems like it always with Washington uh, mm. Redskins football team commanders. Awesome. It seems like we always hit the fan early as far as animosity, um, stress, disappointment. Right. Mm. Todd, we're one and two. Heading into Dallas this week. How you feeling? Yeah, so like one and two is not bothering me. It's how you got to one and two or what one and two looked like. Uh, I'm not feeling great, but it's not because they're one and two. It's because of what they look like while going one and two. So, and that's what we're going to talk about. So I'm not feeling great and not because of their record, but more because of, you know, what it represents. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel... Honestly, I'm, I'm very upset. Uh, last night, uh, yesterday was was tough. Um, just mm-hmm. seeing how mm-hmm. you know you lose to a Detroit team where you could have won uh, that game, whether you started slow or not. And just to see the team come out slow again, right? Uh, that really frustrated me uh, more than anything. Um, the fact that I believe if the offense could have scored early. The game was very winnable. The defense was playing well in the first quarter or so, and it had the opportunity to get up. But um, I'm very disappointed. And Todd, I, I think it's uh, a point where I, I'm like, I, I, I just can't do that this year, man. I can't do it again right. this year. Right. And that, I mean, so that brings us to our topic today, which is really just going to be entertaining the thought of, is it is it looking like it's potentially time to start over? Now, here's I want to caveat this conversation with, the statement that I'm a I'm a logical thinker, Tay. So I I try to balance the last two years, what we've seen, the last three games, what we know about the roster, with also the fact that it is week three, right, and that there's uh, 14 more games. Like mm-hmm. I try to balance that because we don't know a team after the first three weeks positive or negative and we we know that now we know that if you go 0 and 2 0 and 3 the odds of you making the playoffs are extremely low but right. we also know that if you go 3 and 0 you could end up going you know 7 and 10 mm-hmm. right trying to balance that with also saying yeah it's three weeks into this season but it's it's three years into this head coach and offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator and right. two years into this general manager setup and it's not that you're one and two we so I've learned as a fan, uh, and and it, it's, it, it's something outside of football that's helping me learn and understand as a fan and as a player, whatever, that we have to be able to accept losing because the reality is we're not going to win yeah. every game, right? Yeah. We know we're not going to go 17-0. and That's not even the goal. The goal is to win more than you lose, right? And so that's something that I'm getting better with, especially when it comes to football. It's like I can, I can accept losing. Losing is an acceptable outcome. Mm-hmm. in sports for the commanders it is like mm-hmm. you say that and people say what well, no it's not acceptable but it, it is because you're not going to win every game you're just trying to win more games and then win it when it really matters right. but how you lose can be very unacceptable right and three years in look I, okay so look it's carson Wentz's first season great you know dotson curtis samuel first season two new guards on offense that's all great it's three years in I don't really care so much that you went one and two. I care that you were outscored and you've been outscored 46 to zero in the first half of games over the last two weeks. And we're not talking about the Chiefs or the Bills or the Rams 
or the Bucks or any Super Bowl. Right? We're not talking about those teams. Now, if you ask me, you, performing like that under those, against those teams still would be unacceptable. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a Detroit Lions team that they might be better, have improved, but they're not a Super Bowl contender. An Eagles team that is your division rival. No matter how good they may be this year, they are your division rival. To come out looking the way you have now for two weeks and it being three years into this, and you put this roster together and this defense looking like they can't stop anything. I know I know. yesterday you know, was, was better, but they had a horrible second quarter. Having an offense that's supposed to be super talented, but suddenly now the, they can't block anybody. The offensive quarter doesn't know how to get anybody to the ball. Um, I mean, you got to start thinking about this sort of thing, Tay. Right. It, it, you don't want to think about it this early in the season, but you have to think about, well, if it's been three years and you can't do this, but you look at what the Eagles three years ago, they they were terrible. They were they they went what that 2020 season. What was their record under Carson Wentz? Whatever it was, they were terrible. Yeah. But now they're looking like Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. And here we are losing to them the way that we did yesterday in an embarrassing way. I think you have to start thinking about it. I know people are past thinking about it. People are saying, fire Ron Rivera. It takes a lot for me to really get there. I haven't seen the level of failure yet for me to say that statement. But, I mean, two more weeks. If you come out next week against Dallas looking like you have, if you come out the week after that, Tennessee, well, then, yeah, because this is unacceptable. And even if you're not a coach who can start fast, that's an issue for me. I need a coach who can start fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's just a conversation you kind of got to have. Is it leaning towards time of, well, we need to start over? And starting over for me doesn't mean a rebuild of the roster. I think you have to improve the roster. I don't think you need to rebuild it. But you might need to rebuild this coaching staff in this front office. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't jump the gun yet, although my feelings are that I think you have to consider um, Ron has done a great job with building the culture, and I'm all for that. But now mm-hmm. I'm at the point where that that's fine and dandy, year one, year two, building that culture. But now I'm like, all right, I want to win games. When you see a Jacksonville Jaguars team who is a, under a first-year coach, now granted right. they have a superstar quarterback who's going to be really good, they're 2-1. and one, you know, And, 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 and they're an impressive 2-1. and one. Exactly. And right. should be 3-0. <laughs> they, they really Could be 3-0. and oh. They really should. Right. You see, you see a Detroit team who's battling promise. You know, and, battling, and, and yes. They're 1-2, and two, but still, they're, they're – they're, They've team. looked. They they have. They they're not getting blown out by anybody. And they're not getting bullied. Yes, and exactly. Especially from Ron Rivera, his coaching, um, his physicalness, uh, physicality as far as his teams in the past. Right. And the fact that we don't see any physicality here amongst the offensive line, defensive line, corners. Right. Receivers, yes, maybe the more finesse, but where is the physicality? It's like we got right. bullied every single game besides the first game and even in the first game second half we started to get bullied. Yeah, bullied. yeah you did oh that's my concern it's year three you should be having all yeah. your guys in your system the fact that you have cornerbacks who the fact that you don't have linebackers and you're a linebacker <laughs> piece and and jack del rio as well and you can't find linebackers it's just beyond right. me. It, it's yeah beyond me you can't make excuses are you being cheap in the off season you know are you not what are you doing? And um, I think it starts. I think I, I wouldn't say is I'm not going to panic yet, but Ron has a history so far of starting slow, and um, I, I'm not trying to deal with that this year. You know, right. there are good teams. You know, this year that are one and two. You know, it's still early. It's still so early. Yeah, the Niners they're one and two playoff team. You got the Bengals they're one and two. You know, you got the the Chargers one and two. So there there are good teams that are one and two. And you got some fluke teams like the 
Bears who are two and one, like the Giants who are two and zero, oh, and maybe uh, three some and other oh. teams who are are just stepping up. So it'll, it'll all balance itself out, right? Right. Until week eight or so, but um, I'm concerned. Why can't you be like the Giants and start out two and zero? Oh? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like again because we're talking about the records, but it's about like how you've looked getting there. Because if you if you're if you're one and two, or even you're zero and three, you've lost three games by game winning field goals. Right. You know that's different from being down twenty two to nothing at half, and then being down twenty four to nothing at half. Mm-hmm. And uh, you talk about the Giants; they beat the Titans. They came back and beat the Titans week one. Last week they beat um, who did they beat last week? I can't remember who they beat. But they beat, um, the tit- uh, they beat the Titans and they beat the. Uh... Who was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, I can't remember. But but the Titans. I don't see this Commanders team coming out and 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 playing the Titans the way they the, the Giants did. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's as much of a. It's, it's just it's a preparedness. It's a it's a mentality thing. It's a it's a scheme thing. Like how how you scheme to beat these teams. The Cowboys beat the Bengals with Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. I don't see the Commanders beating the Bengals with their full starters on offense and defense. Right. And again, it, it's frustrating because, like you said, you watch a team like the Lions, the way they played that first half against the Commanders. I mean, when was the last time you saw this team play like that? And I'm not talking so much about getting up 22 to nothing. I'm talking about with just like a tenacity mm-hmm. and just like a fire and an aggressiveness and a, and a physicality, like you said, where, you know, it's just like, I came here to win this game. That's all I care about, and I'm, I'm doing that right. There, it doesn't. You don't feel anything lackadaisical, whatever it is, lackadaisical, or, or you don't feel like any energy is missing. You feel like they came to play. It just feels like it, it's it's so few and far between for the Commanders, and we've seen them do that, right? We saw it in 2020 when they beat the Steelers. Um, We've seen it. We saw some last year when they beat the Bucks and when they went on a four-game win streak. And but that's my thing with Rivera. Like this season is not lost. Okay, I want to be clear about that. First of all, I think they beat the Cowboys next week. I just think that they do. Um, and I think that they are still a team that can win seven, eight, nine games. But it, this is still an issue, regardless of how the season ends. And why is it that for some reason you can't? actually start playing like that until you get punched in the face Mm -hmm. why can't you knock somebody out first Mm -hmm. why do you have to get knocked out to be like oh dang okay we're fighting Mm -hmm. you know that doesn't make sense to me and i mean aside from that there's just i have so many questions about it being year three and it's like we're we're still putting a priority on developing not even players you drafted but if someone gets hurt we're not signing uh, you know, a, 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 a free agent, the be- a veteran free agent to come in. We're signing undrafted rookie free agent to get him some experience. But this is year three. I, I thought we were all in now. Right? I, just for example, and there's a lot more to this, right? But just for example, you lose a defensive lineman, and me, the fan, the Madden player, saying, well, who's the best available free agent defensive mm-hmm. lineman? Mm-hmm. Not who is the best available undrafted free agent who's mm-hmm. never played in the league. Who is the best NFL player? And Dama Kinsu. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, there's layers to this, but but why are we going after people who no one's ever heard of, <laughs> who have not, but but more than that, who have never played a game? Wild Goose, a player named Wild Goose, was was starting for you at cornerback yesterday. There are better free agent veteran cornerbacks out there, so that William Jackson, when he does get hurt, you have someone who's at least played in an NFL game to mm-hmm. play. And what did Wild Goose do? He came in, he had two pass interference penalties. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just 
those decisions don't they made sense in 2020 2020 it made sense you're trying to just find diamonds in the rough trying to develop players we're trying to develop what we have but we're trying to build on it another example deandre carter a kick and punt returner when you had deandre carter last year i don't want to spend a whole bunch of time fighting for deandre carter but he's better than dax mill as a kick returner and he's probably better than dax mill as a wide receiver i don't care their potential is comparable mm-hmm. why not keep the better so you start to see these decisions that are being made and it's just why isn't this roster better why does it seem like teams watch on film and know exactly how to stop us on offense and exactly how to beat us on defense and there's nothing we can do and it feels like the defense is always playing on their heels always like you watch um the broncos and the and the uh what's it called the broncos and the 49ers yesterday and it's like both defenses were just going forward yeah that's what it feels like right tate you're watching that game or no right you feel like both defenses are just like on the attack Physical, like they're not, they're not, they're not playing timid or shot. Tackle in open field. (laughs) Right, exactly. You had turnovers forced, you had turnovers created, and it's just like we're playing defense like it's supposed to be. Like, like when we played flat football today, in one game we were rushing one and trying to cover, and I said, no, we need it, we need to go man on man Mm -hmm. and just get after it, and then we started stopping them. But with the commanders, always feel like their defense is on their heels. Like it feels like the other team offense always has a leg up, always knows exactly what to do. I mean, Derek Forrest said as much much against the bank uh, against the Lions, and so like, what is the issue? Why are why are why is Montez Sweat not playing up to his potential? Why is William Jackson and Kendall Floyd playing so bad? Why are Jamin, Why is Jamin Davis? Why was he out of position for a season? Like some of this stuff goes on the players, but. We can't put it all on the players because I'm confident if you put this roster with the Lions, I think that we would have seen that fire that we saw from the Lions. So I just – but but like I said, it's week three. I got to see what they do this week against the Cowboys. I think they win. And then I got to see what they do the week after. And I got to see if they come up and, – and if I was hoping after the Lions lost that you'd come in week three and say, well, no, you're you know we're not going to let you do us like the Lions did in our house. And they did. Okay, well, it's happened twice now. Are you going to take it out on the Cowboys, or are the Cowboys going to do the same thing? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I yeah. honestly don't know, but I hope. Yeah, and I, yeah, I guess I don't know, but this 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 three game stretch right here is going to be very telling. Uh, for right. Me. You got Cowboys right. winnable game with Cooper Rush. You got right. Um, the Titans. Titans, and you got are, the Bears you know, and the Bears Thursday night. Right. So that's three winnable games, and one hundred percent. It's not. And then a, a Packers team who isn't, you know, the normal Packers team. Right, right, right. Rodgers at, at the crib. The, so. Honestly, the, the Washington's played the Packers well pretty yeah, consistently the last couple years. Right. And and it's at home, so they can easily turn this around. But, Ron, I, I can't do another 2-5 and five start. Right, I right. Do, I, I hate being a team that's always fighting to yes. get in a four-game win. Yes, to get yes, exactly. And then. No, just let's let's just let's start start three, strong. Four, four, four. Give me that. <laughs> yes, you know? exactly. Can we go? Can we go like tip for tat, like shot for shot, like brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain? Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over forty, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 
And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. I want to read this tweet from from Damian Bartonic. Um, follow him on Twitter if you don't. He's a fan and up and coming in media, at DA Bartonic. The Washington Commanders under Ron Rivera over the last three years. 2020, 2-5 start. Four double-digit losses within the first seven weeks. 2021, 2-5 start. Four double-digit losses within the set first seven weeks. 2022, 1-2. Two, two double-digit losses through the first three weeks. So, like, we're, we're keeping on pace with that. Right. And I just... 2020, okay. Sure. 2021, okay. You know, you lost your starting quarterback. Okay, you know... And, 2022? Like, what? <laughs> I thought you had your guy. I know, last week, uh, the Lions game, if Joey Sly doesn't miss the extra point, it's technically not a double-digit loss. Yeah. But you get the it's idea. Still. And like, and, and, and these, these next three weeks will be very telling. Because, again, Tay, the reality of it is that anything is possible. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I refuse to respond so strongly to either outcome. The truth is, if we went 3-0... and um, we would feel like we we're headed for the Super Bowl. And the reality is we probably are not, right? Yeah. Like, we're probably going to fizzle out some yeah. and then be a playoff team. But we probably would not be the team that we look like through the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. We saw the Steelers start 10-0, and 0, right? Yeah. And then do nothing to uh, in the finish the season yeah. and in the playoffs. So we know that. But um, so I refuse to make any, any like, 100% um, – um, declarative statements about anything but it's really these next three weeks i mean if you lose to the cowboys and the titans and you're one and uh one and four then you go into a bears get a game against the bears where first of all on paper you should be beating the bears right if you end up at one and four and you need to beat the bears to get to two and four that's you that's a that's a bad situation that's almost a no-win situation but you need to win and then if you lose and you're one and five at that point you yeah you got to start making some serious decisions on the flip side, Tate, if they were to win their next three games and get to three and two, nobody cares about these last two right. games, right? right? Doesn't matter anymore. It's, it's in the past. If you even if you lose, even if you win close games, you beat the Cowboys by three, beat the Titans by one, and beat the Bears by four, we're not worried about these two blowout Cause losses. Because then you look at it and you say, well, you lost to the Eagles team, who's probably Super Bowl favorites. Yeah. Uh, as of now, you got yeah. MVP guy and, and Justin Hurts and uh, um, one of the most talented Hurts. rosters in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, right. So an alliance um, team that's going to be better. Yeah, that's going to be better. I mean, they should have won this week. Yeah, um, they could have won, but exactly injuries. Swift got hurt, and but they they were up the majority of that game. So um, it, it's going to be interesting. I think it's not time to panic, but you got to start looking at this stuff because right. Anybody else. You know, you got Rule, Matt Rule, who's getting a, he has a, he has a long leash as well there in Carolina. There, mm. they finally won a game after losing ten yeah. straight. But this oh, roster geez. is better than that that team, right? Right, that, that Carolina team. So he he really has no excuse. And my and my last thing is Scott Turner may need to get back in the booth. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. because I don't think he can see the field well um, uh, at 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 that length. And I think yeah. they, they may need to reconsider him. Uh, going back to the booth so he can see how the field and and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff because it's yeah. just unacceptable. No, I agree. That's the thing. It's unacceptable to 
State. You saw the picture where the Eagles had 323 pass yards and the Commanders had negative one. And then and then against the the Lions, the Wentz had like was around 20, 30-something pass yards or whatever or when we were near halftime. The, these are like – these are getting quickly towards fireable levels of – Oh, yeah, it is. Of failure offenses. Like, again, like this is not – like I said, losing is is an acceptable outcome. Negative one pass yard in like the third quarter, that's a coaching issue, Tate. I don't care what anyone says. Yes, Wentz had, was holding the ball too long in certain situations. Uh, personally, I believe the offensive line was more terrible yeah. than Wentz was holding the ball too long. But all of that centers around uh, Scott Turner failing to really put them in winning situations once he figured out what was going on. The first couple of sacks, okay, we're figuring this out. After that, we're still taking seven-step drops. We these we know these edge rushers are just beating our tackles around the edge to the quarterback on these seven-step drops. We know that they're covering everything downfield. They're jumping everything underneath. I'll be honest with you, I can't tell you what to do because I'm not the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you to not do what you're doing and to change what you're trying to do faster than you did. Seven-step drops? When you've given up four, five, six sacks already, but not just that, the offensive line clearly can't handle the men in front of them. And then the offensive line that this staff put together after last year's offensive line, which was better, right? So it's just like, yeah, Scott Turner, uh, he's got it. They've Especially after what we saw the first two drives against the Jaguars, which was urgency exactly. and, and, and like cohesion and a plan and, and quick stuff. I mean, you just go back and watch um, – the Bills against the Rams week one and watch how they started on offense and how quickly Josh Allen was throwing the ball. And again, this is we can talk about Wentz and holding the ball, but on 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 several of those sacks, it wasn't a situation where he's trying to get the ball out quick. If a seven step drop is not a quick throw. A seven step drop is a downfield longer developing route. Right. And at best case scenario, you're throwing it at the top after the top of the drop after a hitch. Brandon Graham and Hassan Reddick were reaching, were swiping for the ball at that point, right? right? So your quick throw would be a three-step drop or mm-hmm. no drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just got Turner. Yeah, that <laughs> if uh, if the offense starts off like that again this week against the Cowboys, yeah, you got to really start uh, thinking about that because I mean Mike is going to probably get like eight sacks. Seriously, I mean, what's the plan for black for blocking Micah Parsons right now? They need because, to chip him if they don't chip him every play. It's right, wrong. they need he to has, chip him right. every play. He's four sacks in two weeks. They play the Giants tonight. Guarantee you, he'll get at least one more, oh, if not three. three. Right, exactly. Uh, so, and, and it's clear now that teams can see what the Lions did. It's like when you get dominated so bad in one on one side of the ball. Like, the Cowboys can just watch what the Lions did and what the Eagles did and say, oh, this is all we have to do. Mm-hmm. And we have the tools to do it. We have mm-hmm. DeMarcus Lawrence. We mm-hmm. have Micah Parsons. We have mm-hmm. whoever else they have. So, but but then you would say, okay, for for everything in football and, and sports across the board, if they do that, then we do this. That that exists for everything. Okay, if they're going to attack us like that, if because the Lions and the Eagles did that to us and it worked, that means that they have a weakness we can exploit because mm-hmm. of how they attacked us. So w- if the Cowboys are going to get after us, which we know they are because we saw how successful it's been for the last two teams we played, then we need to attack them however it is based on how we know they're going to attack us to beat them. If we don't see that, if we see the same thing that the Lions and the Eagles did, 
the Cowboys do, and it worked again for a third week. Tell you that's I mm, I can't sit and watch abysmal offense like that, especially one where it's suddenly not a talent issue because we know it's not a talent issue now. It's not. So Scott Turner, I mean, yeah, I just but again, Ron Rivera hired Scott Turner. Yeah. So, you know, it's like everything's gonna go back up there and um there's no way to escape it. So it's like I I don't even want to talk about head coaches and that I don't even know who I would want the next yeah. head coach to be. Yeah. I know that there's an obsession with By- Byron Leftwich that I don't fully understand. Yeah. I know that Sean Payton's not coming here yeah. or Lincoln Riley, right? <laughs> so, um, but I don't even want to have that conversation. I, mm-hmm. I want to focus on 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 the Cowboys because if you bounce back this week and beat the Cowboys, then okay, then we then we we take we take a quick breath and say okay. Now let's see what they do against the Titans, right? And then, you you know, if you lose – if they lost both of these games but they were close games, okay, like we don't feel good. But, right. like, it was normal. It was normal football. It was normal sports. You, you, you tried and you lost. You battled and you lost. Getting beat the way they did is absurd, Tay. That cannot happen again for the rest of the season, you okay? Can't. You can't. You, you got your two bad ones out. At the start of the season. So you've got 14 more games. You better not look like how you look today one more time over the rest of the season. It's just unacceptable because you know – because it's happened now. So you you know how, what to do. Like you should exactly. be aware of how to stop it. Exactly. So if you can't, then you're just not good at your job, and that means you shouldn't have the job. That's it, bro. That's serious. I mean, I have nothing else to say. I, I'm – Nothing, nothing. 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 Okay. Honestly, well, then we can let's, let's just stop it there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I was hot. I, 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 was, yeah. I was really hot, and and they just cannot. They cannot cannot come out flat like that. No. Alice no, team. you can't. Not and not one more time this season. If I see that from Ron, three games back to back. Yeah. I, I'm I'm out of an issue, and what he needs to do this week is they need to get the ball out quick. They need to work on the short game, the quick game. I don't know why Cole Turner hasn't been active. Um, I have so many questions, but I expect the defense to play well, and the run game has been non-existent. Right. Part of that has to do with Gibson. He right. cannot find a hole. He, he's running lateral. Love, yeah. I think the offense will start clicking once Brian Robinson gets. I think that'll help gets, for sure. Gets going. Um, I think he'll open up the run game. He he knows how to hit those holes. He'll slow down the pass rush and run some screens. I think Carson wants the big play every single time. I think the check down was there. Something we're just going to the, the check down is an extension of the run game. Just check yeah. it. Just check it. Just check it. Right, right, right. Make plays. Terry should not be getting his first touch in the third quarter. Eight yeah. minutes in the third quarter. God has to do a better job. Do, do some end arounds. Do something. Get these guys involved. Right. They have to catch the football. Jahan Dotson had a big drop. Um, yeah. Terry I had two drops. Blame him because at that point, the game is like. I mean, the game was pretty much over. Yeah. yeah. The game is over. So Terry I think in a real situation, I think they're catching those. <laughs> yeah. So so they're going to go to the drawing board. You, you you have to beat this Dallas team. And it's not the end of the, it's not the, end of the road. Because if you beat this Dallas team, you got a Tennessee team, you got a Bears team. You can start After that is the Colts identity. You can start a right. identity. Right. You, you get Titans. You get Chase Young possibly back. Who knows? You get Brian Robinson back, and then you can kind of who knows, you know. And yeah. So that that's that's where I'm at. I've had it about here with Ron right as of now, and uh, actually like here. Oh <laughs> man, I was like, man, I thought that's what. <laughs> but um, 
they're gonna have, they have to perform. I, I'm I'm tired of yeah. these press conferences blaming players and uh, mm, saying yeah. no. The coaches need to be better. I I need to see something from the coaches saying the coaches need to be better. I need to be better at play calling. I need to I, right. I'm not yeah. blaming the players. Yeah, play football. Get physical. Get some personal fouls. I, I mean, just just getting ragdolled. You know. Yeah. Right. Like, Come on, man! Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, and that's Bunch of nice that, guys on the offensive line. Like, come <laughs> on, right, and that's what I'm saying is that's why this week I'm saying you just you just got you know your lunch taken twice back to back. Okay, so I expect you to come out against Dallas in Dallas, ready to beat them, ready to destroy them. I'm not even saying that they're capable of doing that, but that mentality wise, that that's what you're coming out here to do. Seriously, like because that's what's been done to you. So if, if what I'm getting early on of, from the vibes is that the last two weeks, you know, we just lost a couple games. This is a, just a new week. No. Carry last week and the week before that into this week. You know how you're supposed to, like, hold on to the loss through the night, whatever, move on the next day? No. Don't move on from these. Do you, these are not the types of losses you move on from. These are the types of losses you carry with you. Okay? So I want to see them carrying this loss these two losses into this week four game against Dallas. Anything less than that is unacceptable on the part of the coaches more than anything because if it's the players' issue, you pick the players to come here. You pick players who don't care if they get beat 24 to 0, mm-hmm. 22 to 0. And you clearly are not capable of motivating them after having gotten beat 24 mm-hmm. to 0. Okay, so if we want all the good boys and all the all the five-star military-trained guys, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. I'd rather have the guy who's going to have two 15-yard penalties mm-hmm. because he's going to be so pissed off that he mm-hmm. lost mm-hmm. that he just can't even control himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's going to come up next week, and he's going to be like that. I don't want someone who's, who's trying to be friends with everyone on the exactly. team. That's exactly. great. But more than that, I want someone who's going to be a dog and try to make plays for their team. No playmakers on this defense. You got one turnover in three weeks. One turnover on a Hail Mary, essentially. So really no turnovers. That's just ridiculous. So that's what I want to see, you know, next week against the Cowboys. We'll talk about all that. But it's just, yeah, it, it's 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 less about winning and losing games. It's about manhood. It's about pride. Yeah. Like, like, do you care yeah. about how you look and how you perform as a man? I just. Yeah, yeah so, and, and that's what kills me. And I'm done right there after this. This yep. week, I want to see business. I want to see them laughing, putting videos about can a chicken, you know. I, I want to see game face. I want. I don't want to see Ron yeah. morning football. Right, you know, right. Doing interviews, talking about. I don't need to see Tressway sitting down with anybody. Yeah, just, man, man, just play football. You don't see any yeah. other coaches doing that, man. Right, right. You can do that when you're winning. When you're the Chiefs and you're the Bills, you can talk. You can do whatever you want. When you're getting beat the way you did, just shut up. Seriously. Right. And and that's and we talk about them. They're players. And it's like, oh, they're human. Yeah, I get it. They're human. If I was on my job getting destroyed like that, then I would be saying the same thing to myself, right? Yeah. So yeah, we're all human. But like, I'm I'm not saying it because they're players and they're different. No, the same thing for me. If I'm getting destroyed, if I'm playing ping pong and I'm getting destroyed, all right, I'm gonna be pissed. Like I'm yeah. I'm not gonna laugh and play anymore. I'm gonna get serious. Exactly. So it's just you know, all right. That's yeah. That's all I've got. <laughs> That all you got? That's all I got. <laughs> I think this is what people want to hear. So like right. you know, and this is how we feel. And but I will. Well, we'll talk about the Cowboys game. But yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I say that we once the all twenty two comes out, we watch all nine sacks and kind of just kind of look at those and see what what the main issues were: play calling, blocking, quarterback. Okay. Uh, do a video like that or something. 
I'm cool with that. Because no one wants to watch that game back. Yeah. But just those plays. And then, uh, you know, talk about the Cowboys game next week. Okay. All right. As always, this is Todd. And this is Tay. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.